0: Wars episode 0041 Resident Evil versus Laura Croft Tomb Raider Fire of that PS1.
1: Let's have some PS fun.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 0041 of the Movie Wars podcast. Bitches is standing now. This is
2: your host, Kyle. I woke up this morning and I just hated everything. I'm Drew.
1: Where are all the bodies? Where did they go? <laughs> I'm Phil. <laughs> we have a
0: video game matchup, and it's shocking it took us this long to get into a video game matchup because we all love video games. Resident Evil versus Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, but I'm just going to call it Tomb Raider the rest of the time, just so you know. Oh, it's the should. Angelina Jolie one. You know, it's funny. Phil picked this and I was excited about <laughs> it, but then I, it took Blame me a minute me. to realize how relevant this matchup is because we are kind of experiencing a little bit of a renaissance, if you will, for video game movies. And let me explain. Traditionally, people aren't always excited about movies that are based on video games are not always great. And I have my own theory around this. And that theory is this, you know, for the longest time, I think video games, aside from when they started off in the nerd sphere and they kind of just were generated out of people's imaginations. You had platformers and things that really weren't related to any other sphere of entertainment. And then you start to see, I think in the 90s, I think with some of the horror games like Resident Evil with Metal Gear Solid, you start to see some of the film industry influence, people wanting to capture the excitement you get from watching a movie. You want to do that in a game. You want to interact with it. And so for a long time, theater and films were really influencing video games and it wasn't the other way around. And what ends up happening, for example, these two movies, Resident Evil, obviously very influenced by George A. Romero, by Zombie movies. Uh, Laura Croft is a chick Indiana Jones with dual guns, which is awesome when you play it, but when they make a movie about it, and if you don't love video games and you're watching it, you're like, wow, this is just a really bad Indiana Jones knockoff, or this is just a bad zombie movie. Because <laughs> if you don't have that attachment to it from a video game perspective, I could see why you would feel that way. But mm-hmm. if you if you experience the games, you're like, this is awesome. This is like me watching the thing I love to play. I do think that is one reason why video game movies have traditionally been kind of written off by the majority of people. And I still think there's been some good ones the, uh, Resident Evil in particular is good it is, uh, yeah. but we also remember had the Mario Brothers movie with John Leguizamo <laughs> that
2: was yeah. so awful. It was
0: yeah. so
1: awful let's not talk about that
0: but you know now we have The I Last mean, of Us
1: Go. next
2: time the old <laughs> Mario versus the new Mario oh no hey! yeah if oh. we
1: want to beat down i know we're
2: all expecting Spike the new one to be bad. good we haven't seen it yet but it looks like I mean, it's gonna... people all are always comparing Chris Pratt to John Leguizamo so mm, always yeah, every yeah. time i
1: do it pretty much every morning when i wake up yeah it's your morning never changes. That's your truth ritual in the morning, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I find my truth in comparing John Leguizamo with Chris Pratt and every morning I discover the same truth.
0: (laughs) But now we're experiencing kind of a a renaissance. We got The Last of Us show, which The Last of Us kind of proves the next part of that theory which is there was a point where it felt like games were starting to catch up. They were no longer as influenced by cinema. They kind of were taking their own route to being more cinematic. And The Last of Us, we all love that. It's my favorite game of all time. I was super worried when they made the show because I was like, do not ruin my Joel and my Ellie they were those are my people not just only my like one of my favorite games of all time but like the IP just in yeah. general in entertainment world and Drew you're the one that let me borrow it the first time I had never heard of it you let me borrow it changed my life but anyway the show is fantastic we got this Mario Brothers movie coming up there's kind of a new oh and a, the uh the new Mortal Kombat that came out kind of kicked it off we oh, were talking so about good. that yeah yeah the new Mortal Kombat and I actually liked the original one but it's super campy again if you don't love the Mortal Kombat games the, the original movie is not gonna resonate
1: but so many films that are based on a certain theme require some kind of re-existing buy-in from the viewer. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Right. Like, even Marvel. You have to have some kind of interest in comic but book But The
0: Last characters. of Us has changed that. The Last of Us show, I'm meeting people frequently and seeing it online where people never even heard of the game. Well, good. And they're in love with the show. I mean, that's how you do it. Yeah. It's but pre- it's kind
2: of an unprecedented phenomenon. It f- is. Phenomena.
0: And I don't, I don't think it's going away. Now, Mario is different. Mario is, you could live in a tribe village that's never even seen technology and probably see a Mario picture. Like, oh, Mario You know, it's like, it's just, he's so iconic. That's a little different. But again, they're kind of giving us what we want with Mario. They're just giving us an animated, like they're giving us the the game. Like they're giving it like how we want it. So um, all that to say, and we have Paul W.S. Anderson directing Resident Evil. Uh, He directed the first Mortal Kombat movie, which I liked a lot, especially as a Mortal Kombat fan. So he's not a stranger to directing game movies. And he also directed Event Horizon, by the way, with Sam Neill, which I love. One of the best horror movies. Uh, The movie that was famously, when they pitched it to the studio, they said, it's The Shining. And, Outer
1: space, isn't that a great description? That is a great description. <laughs> I feel like I'd be like, make it, take whatever budget you need.
0: And our old pal Simon West, who directed Con Air, directed uh, the Tomb Raider movie. Love
1: oh and yeah. So
0: where we see some old friends. I love his name is Paul W. S. Anderson, not to be confused with the, one of the greatest directors of all time, Paul Thomas Anderson, who directed There Will Be Blood and Boogie Nights. <laughs> yeah, no Yeah, confusion. I saw that. I was like,
2: oh, this is Kyle's. Bull. Oh no, this is a different one. Mm, yeah, that's, that's, he's got a different, different middle. Different This is a very different yeah.
0: Paul Anderson situation. But anyway, I would love to hear your thoughts. What do you think about my theory?
2: I like it. I, I think you. You're right. Video game movies have not fared wonderfully over the years. But it does seem like the tides are beginning to turn. The tables are turned. The turntables have tied. What is the <laughs>
1: The joysticks Oh, Let me start turn tables The turntables The have... joysticks
2: are beginning to tilt.
1: We're, ge- we're getting drift in that Nintendo Switch controller yes. again. You know?
2: It's tough because, I mean, we just had one of my favorite. The other phenomenal Naughty Dog IP is Uncharted. Mm-hmm. And so when that movie came out, I was like so stoked about it. And it was terrible. So yeah, it's gonna take a village here. We can't have these one-off horribles. We gotta have Which is an interesting connection because it feels like Last of Us sort of takes after Resident Evil a little bit, and Uncharted kind of takes after Tomb Raider. So it's kind of like Naughty Dog took they the two movies that we worlds. matched up that were hits on the PlayStation. And I'll be honest, I'm a huge video game nerd. I collect a lot of video games, retro, beautiful vintage. collection. Yeah, it's it's a it's a hobby of mine. But I did not grow up a PlayStation guy. I was a Nintendo kid and Sega. So PlayStation, I was those games are uh, lost on me, so I never really played Resident Evil, never played Tomb Raider. But the watching these movies made me want to go play them. And in fact, I did go play one of them. I popped in Resident Evil the other day. The and, original. And it was so clunky; it was almost unbearable. Tank but controls, man. Yeah, it did make me want to play like a re- the remake. That's not about the movies. But the thing that I enjoyed about these movies was I was expecting both of the female the lead heroines to be kind of lame, and I thought like I was pleasantly surprised by both of them. Like if I could find, obviously, the connective tissue like these are both movies based on PlayStation hits and these are both you know you know whatever but that's the connective tissue of these two movies is they're both like you'd expect these women to not be great lead whatever and they were actually really entertaining and really I thought held it down they weren't cringy they were badass but not in an obnoxious way like it was great I enjoyed the movies and I'm a fan.
1: First on your theory let's address the whole Uncharted thing real quick I feel like there is some kind of budgetary aspect to making those films where they are like, if we spend X amount of money, we will pull X amount of people to see this movie and make X amount of money before everyone realized that it sucks. Mm-hmm. And the built-in fan base will just cover a multitude of sins and allow so many things to pass. And I feel like that's how so many video game movies have been made over the years. It's like, well, you've got this enormous fan base of like tens of millions of people who love this game. They're going to go see the movie and spend the money on it anyway. And they were probably right. But, you know, as time goes on, these movies just don't age well and people don't go back to them. And they, they're they not like these touchstone of culture in any way at all. So it's nice to see things like The Last of Us coming out, which are just really high quality pieces of entertainment that kind of transcend the video game situation to where you don't have to be a fan to enjoy it. And that, in my opinion, is always the way to approach any kind of entertainment medium. That's where Mm -hmm. like the Twilight franchise failed. You had to have read the books because the movies made no goddamn sense. Those were some of the worst movies ever made. And it's because they assumed that you had read the books and that's a horrible assumption to make. So anyway, it's, it's nice to see that trend where like Mortal Kombat and then, you know, Last of Us are trending toward just these kind of encapsulated, like you can watch the, the show or the movie and get what you need out of it. You don't have to have familiarity with the, like the root IP. All that said, unlike Drew, I grew up a PlayStation guy. I did, I never had a Nintendo system when I was a kid. The only Sega system I had was a Game Gear. I wasn't really like allowed to have video games, but um, there came a time in like the late 90s where I like, I guess threw enough of a fit about it that my parents bought me a PlayStation. So I grew up a huge Resident Evil fan. Never played Tomb Raider much but I still like had an appreciation for it. Rewatching these movies again for this podcast, I enjoyed both of them far more than I thought I would. Especially uh, Resident Evil. Tomb Raider was a lot of fun. Angelina Jolie, in my opinion, you could not have cast a better Lara Croft. Like, mm. she looks the part, she, she sounds the part, she acts the part. It's like, whatever you know negative things you have to say about that movie, she killed it to the Best of you know whatever Eerie resemblance. Yeah, she looks just mm-hmm. like her. It was crazy. And Resident Evil was beautifully shot. The camera work in that movie was fantastic. I feel like they really made lemonade with what probably was not a high budget to work with. It was a really quality film for what they had. And I really enjoyed it. Like the CG kind of sucked, but like a lot of CG <laughs> in in the early 2000s 2000s sucked. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 35 like,
0: million budget. It was a private Japanese funding. It wasn't even major. I mean, it was yeah.
1: it was for what it was, it was good. It was like a well-made, well-paced horror flick. And they didn't overdo it with the zombie shit. And Mia Yovovich, as I've learned that's <laughs> we all how had you pronounce to practice her name. little bit of a little a great leading lady a that movie. There was that movie. of was like, of was kind of a of time in of a way. Like she a way. this like hyper dominant bit uh, of a little bit of kind of reluctant in a lot of ways, which I feel like a lot of leading people these days are in films. Like she wasn't re- like ready to take the reins and be a badass, but like it eventually pans out that way. Mm-hmm. Like as her training kind of comes to the forefront front I really enjoyed both of those movies and it probably helped that like I grew up on the PlayStation Mm -hmm. and still I'm a huge fan of PlayStation IP so anyway
2: I feel like it didn't the plot didn't really have anything to do with
1: the game though did you feel that way? Well, it did in a way because I think Resident Evil was kind of a precursor to the Raccoon City situation in the mansion. Yeah, Paul W.S. Anderson, he intended it to be a prequel to the first game. Like the T-Virus, there's an outbreak in that. And, and so I've played through almost all the Resident Evil games at this point. The T-Virus is like the thing. So this was like your introduction to the T-Virus. They're researching it in the, the hive or whatever, and it gets out. Then the first game is, I think, the first above ground crisis situation where Raccoon City's being mm-hmm. taken over by the T-Virus. And then in subsequent games, it, you yeah. know, it goes to the to the, the town of Raccoon City and then further out than that. Gotcha. But yeah, it didn't directly relate to the games, but it was kind of a cool look at where all of that originated. To answer your question
0: too, so they did they did intend it to be a prequel to the game, but originally Mia Jovovich's character was supposed to be Jill Valentine, you know, the main protagonist from the games. It's been a while since I played the original, but yeah, but then they decided they wanted Alice to be like a standalone character with a clean slate so they could run the franchise through her. And kind it. of build around her. But, yeah, she was originally supposed to be Jill Valentine. But here's the funny thing about I, as much as I hate to admit it, I love video games. I love them so much. <laughs> I love playing them. I have so many favorites, but I, I didn't grow up uh, necessarily dedicated to one system of the other until I was a teenager, and then PlayStation was my thing. But I started off with the original Nintendo, the 86 Nintendo, and then got a Sega and fell in love with Mortal Kombat. The blood, like seeing that blood in a game for the first time was like... pretty everybody. Pretty, pretty yeah. big deal for me. I was like, violence! And uh, so I was <laughs> the absolute right crowd for that game, especially when you found the violence cheat code that added more blood. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> Drew and I read at the same time the book, uh, Console Wars. You read it and recommended it to me. I read it. So we read that at the same time. I, I love the history of video games. Uh, Resident Evil 2 is a, the original is a top uh, five game for me. It's it's uh, funny. I was, you guys are going to laugh at this. I, I had a horrible accident. I had gone through a plate glass window. I had a skin graft, 240 stitches. Skin off my ass was grafted under my leg. I tore my Achilles. So I was, I was like down for the case. I did not know this. Really? Have you, you seen a scar on my leg? Have you seen no. it? Oh, I'll show it to you. Look, that scar. That's butt leg. Oh, like my God. Skin from his ass. That's skin from my ass. You didn't ever see that?
1: I did not know any well, of this shit. Well, it means
0: it's working. They told me it would never be noticeable. They lied because it's shaped like an Alaska-shaped hole in my leg. But <laughs> fucking <laughs> doctors, they don't know shit. Oh. <laughs> I remember playing. We were, you know, I don't remember. I got a secondhand PlayStation, and but we were too broke to get a memory card. It was already a big enough deal that we got a PlayStation. Like, that was, like, I know, stretching. right. An
1: extra $35 for that memory card.
0: Remember Layaway? Like, all of my shit was bought on Layaway. It was like months of Layaway at Walmart. But we didn't have a memory card, so I'm sitting there with this giant hole in my leg from this accident, drinking nothing but Dr. Pepper because my family didn't believe in drinking water. So I'm like pissing neon yellow, you know, my whole life. And then I'm sitting there playing Resident Evil 2 without a memory card. And so, like, I keep dying, and if I had to turn it off, I would lose my place. And I just kept... But finally, one day, I beat that thing. And that game was so like revolutionary to me, just mm-hmm. the, some of the turn base and some of the controls were a little improved. They still had the tank controls, but it was slightly improved. For it me. was
1: a little better. It was more responsive for yeah.
0: sure. But I remember the first time you see the liquor in Resident Evil 2, even though now it probably looked very pixelated at the time, I was like, oh my liquor. God. I couldn't believe it. And so I, I liked Tomb Raider and Tomb Raider is very revolutionary. Like Tomb Raider was, you know, now they make a big deal out of having more female protagonists in games, but people don't, I don't feel like they talk about Lara Croft. She was a huge deal. Like they didn't have a lot of female protagonists. The
1: reason they don't talk about her is cuz she was a hyper sexualized version of Yeah, this,
0: that you know. is true. They say that was a glitch by the way oh, in the whatever. game. They say the whole push up thing, which by the yeah. way, I don't have this in my randos, but apparently in order to mimic that, they made Angelina Jolie pad from a but C to a D. It was very obvious. Very obvious, very weird that they yeah, had to do that. it didn't
1: look good in 4K. Didn't I'll necessarily need way. that.
0: But they say it was a glitch that made her chesty in the sure original. It yeah, was. right. Double gun this. But anyway, I love all the Resident Evil games as far as the movies go was really surprised. One of the things they did in Resident Evil that kind of like took me by surprise. At first, I was like, I kind of wanted Jill Valentine. I wanted Leon. Like yeah, I right. wanted the characters I love. But the, what they did was is with the memory thing, the fact that she was she was an amnesiac and she wasn't remembering because she was mm-hmm. gassed. And they had all this mystery. And even though it's not necessarily executed perfectly, it did create this kind of sense like, who is this person? What did she do? She doesn't remember anything she did. So they actually changed the formula a little bit from what you would expect, and it was really good, really well done. I love the movie, and I'm actually going to watch the other ones. Now I'm kind of like ju- oh, me too. curious. Same. I want to see in. Nemesis in the third one, because Nemesis is freaky looking. Resident Randos. So this is really funny to me. One thing I will criticize Anderson on a little bit is he got a little pretentious here. He says that he his biggest influence for this movie was Alice in Wonderland, which obviously the biggest influence for this movie was the video game that it's based on. But apparently, so Alice, her name is Alice, and you know they never say her name in the movie. Yeah, I her did na- notice name is never uttered and the Red Queen that's an Alice in Wonderland reference but off camera he was giving every all the actors he's like you're the cat he was telling them all they were certain characters like he took it way too far I'm sure
1: it'll, after a while they were just rolling their eyes like, like this dude, fucking guy they're
0: like this is a B-movie based on a video game they're like <laughs> exactly. I, you, could, you could tell me I'm Daniel Plainview alright I don't give a shit Exactly. <laughs> so anyway I just think it's funny when like low budget directors are like trying to get really artsy and get in the mood hey you know it's like go back and do the big,
1: the big directors got to come from somewhere.
0: Again, Event Horizon was fantastic, so he has shown he has chops. So the this is crazy to me. One of my favorite directors, George A. Romero, he actually got the first rest in peace. Did he die? Oh, maybe not. I don't know. I don't think so. I think he's really, he's he actually dead. I think he's working on a project. Oh,
1: never mind. That's not Romero. That's you're dead. thinking of it's George the, B.
0: Romero. <laughs> yeah, George yeah. B. Romero. George B. No, no, Romero. I was thinking
1: of uh, Wes Craven.
0: Oh yeah, he's dead. He yeah. is amazing. There's George A. Romero, B. Romero, C. Romero, then all the above Romero. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so, you know Quality the, Kyle joke <laughs> Yeah, that was That was a good one That was influenced By being a dad Romero he, You know and they, they talk about how The Night of the Living Dead 1968 The like The ultimate zombie movie Influenced this game That's why they said They made this game Obviously was because of zombies So they said let's, uh, let's have Romero write it What's funny is He actually like Adapted the video game Almost note for note All the main characters The dog Like it was almost like Sequence for sequence Based on the first game And they hated it what? And so they Passed. Wait a
1: minute! There was a George A. Romero script. You can for find this it movie? online. It's available. Based on and the first game, they passed on it.
0: They fired him. Yeah. What? Yeah, and he basically did a, a character. We wanted to be in the mansion, people.
2: I know. What yeah. the fuck?
0: I know. When the movie started, I'm like, wait. The guy that invented in the zombie genre, by the way. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> I mean, one of the most oh, legendary fuck directors. That shit. Yeah, I they, hate this movie now. Fu-
0: I know. It it did piss me off a little bit. Yeah. So he never so. got
2: a shot at a Resident Evil movie.
0: Nope. Never again. He had Chris Redfield, Jill Valentine, like they were all in it. The the mansion was in it. The dog jumping through the window was in it. Maybe it like, was the
2: kind of thing, was he a big deal at the time? Uh, This would have been 2002. No, he kind of passed his time. They had remade the crazies. So maybe he had like a stat, like a, some writer staff that put it together for him because like this is what a project, his agent was like, you're supposed yeah. to do this. So he had it done that wasn't really like
0: a... That, that could mean- be. What I heard was he's actually a huge fan of the video games. Apparently he likes video games and he's a huge fan of the video games. Oh. Uh, apparently like it was an honor That's for him to do it games. and then they fired his old ass. Paul, West Anderson, Paul W. W.S. Anderson with his fucking
2: Isn't Wes Anderson a thing too? Wes
0: Anderson is a thing. I just totally combined two directors. So there's
2: Paul Thomas Anderson and Wes Anderson and Paul W. S. Anderson.
0: Yes. The world is running. We're just gonna be numbers and barcodes. I would actually like that. Hey, 764YS7. Can you hand me (laughs) another ice cube for my beverage? That's a world I dream of.
2: Hand me an ice cube. (laughs) Just wash your hands first. Wash your hands first, 7YX24. I'll know
0: put your hands down, your pants. So you had referenced this. I forgot how crazy that scene is with the lasers because in the last...
1: Oh, yeah. I've referenced it in multiple podcast episodes. Two
0: podcasts ago, we gave Ocean's Eleven a hard time for copying Mission Impossible and you referenced it then. I was trying to remember what that scene was like. That scene is standalone. It's like not even the same thing. It is horrifying. It's terrifying. It is maybe the best scene in the movie
1: too. Oh, yeah. The laser scene, Mm -hmm. it sticks with you. The
0: way they did it, the actor Colin Salmon. that scene was insane. It was. I loved it. I I, want to see it again. The actor Colin Salmon and it was a full scale model and they made like a dummy of him. And so basically they, they did the real thing where they cut it into cubes equally used. I don't know if they use knives or something sharp, but they cut it. They first built the model. It was exactly like the actor. They cut it and then they filmed
2: it slowly falling apart. It was a real model. Really oh cool. Oh gosh. That scene was eerie. And honestly, the, the moment I was sold on Mi- Mia, was that her name? Mia? Uh, yeah, Mia Jovovich. Is that when she, her reaction to watching that because she's kind of peering through the window or whatever ever seeing all this happen and like her like reaction to it was so like believable it yeah. wasn't too much but it was like looked like she just saw like a ghost or something like it was great and the yeah. fact
0: that you really only see the body falling apart in the reflection on the door like yes. you, know, you, you see the so face well shot. yeah but then you see it in the reflection your, you're,
1: and it leaves a lot to your Resident imagination evil cinematography was top notch. It was really good. The handheld camera moments, like the single shot moments, even some of the special effects things, like whoever DP'd that film, unbelievable work. And one thing I learned
0: from studying these movies was that it's not fair to say all video game movies are bad, because these are both, Tomb Raider not as much in my opinion. Tomb Raider's silly, but it was fun. But Resident Evil is a good movie. It is. It deserves accolades. Another rando, the original film was called Resident Evil Ground Zero. It was supposed to come out in October 2001. September 11th happens, and then they're like, yeah, and so they yeah, had to delay we can't be it. Horrifying they, people. They renamed it like it totally. So it not only did nine eleven delay the release of the movie, they had to change the name because they're like, yeah, we're not going to call this B movie Ground Zero after having nine eleven a few months ago. Um, and lastly, this is the fact I was I was going to blow your mind with. You were talking about how many movies they got out of it, Drew. Believe it or not, Resident Evil is the third highest grossing horror franchise of all time at one point six billion dollars. It's just behind Alien and number two. Number one is the Conjuring franchise, over two billion. Dollars in revenue. Still, very surprising. Crazy that a video game based franchise like Resident Evil would come in at number three all time grossing.
1: That's, I think incredible. the first one
0: grossed 225. It was either 125 or 225 that's
2: million. Re- Wait, hold on. More valuable than like Halloween and Friday the 13th? Based
0: on my research, it's grossed over 1 billion. There's, I mean, Nightmare
2: on Elm Street. That's hard to believe.
0: I believe it. Final Resident Evil movie made 312 million. The last installment made that much. <laughs>
2: when did the last one come out?
0: Uh, Uh, 2017 i think i mean even if there is something higher one billion for this franchise that's pretty incredible That's
1: yeah that's that's top notch
0: all right rando raider here we go interesting enough one of my favorite things about the movie were the guns the double guns but she never actually shoots anyone she shoots things and she she, she hits people with the guns but she doesn't kill a person with the guns
2: did that bother you at all the gun thing it felt really just i mean i don't don't shoot guns very often. I know enough to know that it's not as easy as what she was doing. I mean, but, that's,
1: but all of Hollywood portrays guns that way. That was like,
2: extra sloppy though. Yeah, yeah, it was. And there was, and we'll get into
0: this more, but there were concerns about casting her for a lot of reasons. I mean, besides some personal stuff, but they just didn't know if she could hack it in an action role. Even her dad, John Voigt, said she was fragile. I had to put a couple of video game facts in here because this, this was too funny. Originally, Lara Croft was not Lara Croft. In the game, the developer, it was a male and his Name was Fletcher Christian.
1: Yeah, that name fucking <laughs> Fletcher blows. Christian Tomb Raider. It's not quite
2: as sexy, is it? <laughs> no,
0: no. There's nothing sexy about it. But the reason, and you're gonna love this, Drew. I, I would love to know if you've heard of this video game, Virtua Fighter. In 19, Of course, yeah, that, yeah. Um, of course,
1: Virtua Fighter. When me?
0: Toby Gard, the developer of Tomb Raider, the game, he when they were thinking about how to retool Fletcher Christian, he was like, "Well, have you heard of this Sega game? Like they got chicks fighting. It's really cool." And that's when they decided he was like, "Wait, let's try something different here."
2: Wow. Yeah, it was. I was going to say what a brilliant way to differentiate it from being Mm -hmm. an Indiana Jones Mm ripoff because if it was Fletcher Christian and Tomb Raider it's like okay it's Indiana Jones come on dude but make it a female you know it creates a different kind of allure sure it's Mm -hmm. a different vibe but then I mean then they did Uncharted and that worked out okay but maybe enough time had passed
0: yeah one of the big concerns with Angelina Jolie and you actually were talking about some of the gun handling some of the personal stuff I don't know if you recall this but she was still married to Billy Bob Thornton at the time they had a tumultuous relationship with Remember they were wearing vials of each other's blood on necklaces around their necks in public.
1: That's intense. And she
0: had been known to be addicted to drugs and psychoactive. So they Angelina really? Mm-hmm, yeah, no, she was. She had that. she had a bad history. So on set, every week she had to take a drug test to make sure that she wasn't on drugs because of the state she was in. Because of her, there was some supposed domestic violence with Billy Bob Thornton. There was all this craziness. John Voight comes out and says she was fragile, too fragile to be in this movie. They also, on a weekly basis, had onset mental examinations from an onset therapist that had to basically do so yeah maybe that's why she couldn't handle the double guns and the bra stuffing too well you know maybe the bra was too heavy but what's funny is you read that but then you find out with this other rando Angelina Jolie dedicated herself to doing her own stunt work in fact she got hurt on the the hanging chandelier scene she fell and like shattered her ankle or tore her ankle or something she got a really bad ankle injury doing it and she did yoga kickboxing so even though she was fragile and they were worried about her doing all the stuff she did months of preparation Um, she even worked with a SWAT team uh, uh, to get ready to do all this stuff. She was prepared. She was prepared to do it. So I don't know. What's the truth here? Like, she's either too fragile or she kicked
1: ass. I don't know. Fragile was someone's perception and her execution was the reality. So what does it matter what someone thinks?
2: She certainly didn't come across like a drug addict or someone that was struggling in any way. So I yeah. guess kudos to her for pulling it together or the filmmaker for capturing what they needed and blocking for out sure. everything else. And- Another John Void appearance. We texted about that. Oh, analy- advanced adal- <laughs> analytics. I can't The AWS that. play-by-play. Powered by AWS. Yeah, what was this John? Voight's like, sit, was it his fifth?
0: He almost, he's about to oust Nicholas Cage. You can't help but think, I love these. He, these were the other actresses considered to play Lara Croft the first time. Denise Richard, Charlize Theron, Uma Thurman, and Liv Tyler all turned down the role, which is interesting. They all went on to do different versions of superheroes later.
2: I think Charlize could have pulled it off, the, like dye her hair black. Well, she did her thing. She showed her
0: action chops in Mad Max. I mean, she's capable of action. And Shall we? Raid? Jo- joystick? Shall we raid the tombs? evil? Shall we? Take up residence. Cave it up,
1: shall we? Raider
2: vent evil? <laughs> I'll tell you what I need. Tomb resident. Uh, <laughs> also another
1: rando. Everywhere I think, but in the United States, Resident Evil is called Biohazard.
0: That's right. And they why? Because it was who the fuck? It knows? is about. Well,
1: it's about it's
0: about a virus get spilling yeah. out. And so when it came over to the United States, I actually found out this story recently. Whenever it came over here, there was a game developer called Biohazard. There was another game called Biohazard. There were so many properties that had Biohazard and. Some oh, version
2: legalities, and
0: they just couldn't even get it. And the reason they called it Resident Evil, it seems weird that they're all called that. But in the first one, it was because it takes place in a mansion, yeah. And so Resident Evil in a res like I don't know why, but that that
1: they does- just got real literal with it, and like yeah. Resident Evil. It's
2: like a Japanese done. translation
1: meme. Is yeah, really exactly. what it is. yeah. But in Japan, it's, it's, it's called Biohazard. That,
2: I think it re- it sounds cool.
1: It is. It's a, it was a great move for the for all kinds of weird reasons. But in Japan, it's called Biohazard.
0: Side note: The first thing I think of when I think of Resident Evil 1 is the fact that whenever you go into
1: a new room you get a cutscene of a door opening. Of a door opening. That is just that is Resident Evil like That is the game. Staple right there. <laughs> like, the, the, Did you notice they did that at the beginning of the movie? Did they?
2: Oh yeah!
1: There was a cutscene of a door opening at the beginning of the movie. Oh
2: see I There was did so not. much
1: fan service in both of these films. Like the motorcycle scene in Tomb Raider where she's like kicking dudes and shooting them from a motorcycle. In Resident Evil the door scenes like that that was a lot of like weird little fan service Easter eggs.
2: Also, something I thought that was impressive just revisiting the game was there are actually cinematic clips of it's an actual movie happening in the game itself. Yeah. Which speaks to, I guess, you know, the compact disc of PlayStation. Mm-hmm. You couldn't do that on a cartridge or whatever. But there are actually, like, the shot movie clips just to kind of set up the game. I thought that was impressive. I love that. What's
1: the other? There's that famous Resident Evil quote. It's like, you should take this you, since you're the master of opening things or something. Anyway. Yeah. They always
0: find way to to, to sneak in the, because it, it's a it's an elaborate oh. puzzle game with fancy. zombies. You might
1: find it handy if you, the master of unlocking, take this with you. There's that really like staccato. What a mansion! That's right, Chris. It's such a mansion. I hope there are no zombies in here. <laughs> I just love the door. What
0: happened here? You know what else I love? What I need, Drew, for you is to to throw a vial at the wall for a virus to get out and resurrect that damn iPad get that died before get the freaking recording. Die. It, it died it. and you plugged it in and it got the T-virus and it resurrected. I need you to read those cast members. Get that goddamn... But read them. Don't just read them. Read them in a tiered fashion according to income. By the way, I didn't even notice that you refilled... What did you put in here? Barrel. Is it's so good. Isn't it good? Vanilla. Cream pie. Foster. Yeah,
2: Foster. Coconut cream.
0: Drew, my best best friends for years just refilled my glass without telling me.
2: I know the S- way to your heart.
0: Such a sweetie. Anybody else missing cigars? Last time we smoked. Editing Nightmare for filskys over here. It was a rough one. <laughs> while while Drew is doing this, I have to I have to say something funny. I got a message from a couple of fans because we, we went on a tangent, tangent on the uh, Ocean's Eleven episode about Livingston Dell. Yeah. That wasn't the actor's name. I saw name.
2: that. Well, he was being a dick about it.
0: Well, it's just... Well, be- of course,
1: because, oh my God, yeah. if you give people a chance to be superior on the internet, good Lord They're gonna take it and run with it. Yeah. So so. I hope you feel good about your Google research, you commenting fuck. (laughs) Fuck you. What I, I hope wanted- you never, you know what? I hope you never listen to our podcast again. But honest to God,
2: IMDb was wrong. We did not have a brain fart or a lapse or too much bourbon. I saw mm-hmm. you were a, you commented some b- nice bullshit. We were not incorrect. We read what was on IMDb. It said Livingston Dell, actor name, character in the movie, Livingston yep. Dell. It is not that anymore, but it was a glitch or some, yeah. something.
0: They fixed this and then Eddie, Eddie Jemisin's the actor and I feel bad. And the person that called it out did it very nicely. He's a very nice fan. I think it was
2: Tomb Raider, Angelina Jolie, John Voight, and Ian Glenn.
1: Ian Glenn? Ian I think it's Ian Glenn. Oh, get it right or else somebody might comment. <laughs> I
2: can't believe Angelina Jolie is actually Angelina Jolie in this movie too. It's so, Angelina Jolie,
0: Tomb Raider. <laughs> let's let's not put any in that. He is a loyal fan. He's actually really, he loves us. Fuck you, d- I just don't, I don't want to be a dick. He's, <laughs> he's like, I don't want you to be a fan <laughs> anymore.
2: <laughs> he's, uh, let's not, let's be nice. Fuck you, d-
0: this is this is like when I made a category about stripper names and Oh,
2: I'm dying. Yeah. He's gonna have to clean it all up later if you want. <laughs> or you know what, we just lost
1: you know what? Go tell all your friends how much we suck to so they can stop listening to the podcast. We, I if love you. If we were you. talking
2: about somebody else, you'd probably enjoy this commentary. Exactly. So just pretend it's not you and enjoy. Mia Jovovich, Michelle Rodriguez, and Ryan McCluskey. Our friend Michelle Rodriguez mm-hmm. from A second Fast and 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 ap- Second appearance for our friend Michelle. Kyle, what do you think, bro? So, Michelle Rodriguez made the top bill. She's not only top bill, she's number two. What I like
0: here is uh, Mia. I, I liked her in Fifth Element. She, she she has a ton of movies. Like she was one of the model villains in Zoolander. Yeah. Um, she has a ton of movies, but I think technically her break the role was Fifth Element with Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have an opinion on her. She's never just been like the key actress. It just matters how she did in this film. And that's what I'm saying. She did so good here. And, and she had the cards stacked against her for me because I was like, well, if I'm not getting an, a character from the game, if I'm not getting her as Jill Valentine, you know, then mm-hmm. it better be damn good. Listen, there's a reason why this franchise made over a billion dollars and they didn't even use a real character from the game in the first movie. I mean, she carries the whole franchise and does a great job. I I love what she did. And Michelle Rodriguez, oh, and I didn't mention this in my intro. Resident Evil is one of James Cameron's favorite movies. What's funny about that is Paul W.S. Anderson's, one of his biggest influences for how he made this movie besides Alice in Wonderland was Aliens. Because he was trying to look at, he looked at Aliens, he was like, well, James Cameron said, I can't really make a direct sequel to Alien. I've got to make a new movie. Mm -hmm. He's like, how can I, I, like respect Resident Evil but make a new movie that's not necessarily related to the lore so he really looked at James Cameron the reason I say that think about this Drew think about Bill Paxton in Aliens now think about Michelle Rodriguez the, the inspiration for Aliens is yes. so prevalent Michelle Rodriguez I is Bill. same thought she's Bill Paxton's character and there's another female actress in uh, Goldstein is her name she is like her and Bill Paxton together like she is who that character is she's like a cutout from Aliens they very de-
2: similar vibes.
0: For that reason, I love Resident Evil here because I, even though I, she was really good in Fast and Furious, she kind of annoyed me here, but I love Paxton in oh. Aliens and he kind of annoyed me there and the female uh, actress in Aliens mm-hmm. kind of annoyed me too. But they fit, so I go Resident Evil. Great take.
2: Yeah, it took me a minute to get there, but I think that I land the plane. The plane is, they're safely arrived.
1: Yeah. Very good. They're pulling up
2: the tarmac, they're pulling up the little stairwell. Yeah.
1: The jetway is going toward the plane. The
2: jetway yeah. is the most dramatic name for a portable it's, hallway.
1: Way. The jetway.
2: It's just <laughs>
0: a freaking hallway. What's well, just Dude, like when you walk into a house? The foyer. You're in the foyer. Put your coat on the rack in the foyer. <laughs> I,
1: I want to meet the billionaire who owns the company that makes the jetways. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just like the guy who makes the 21 millimeter bolts that go on every fucking tire in America. I
0: tell you what, you seem like a nice guy. I'll give you free delivery uh, for the jetway.
1: Yeah, yeah, I uh, send the jetway straight to your house. How do you, you want? Why don't you go up to your back door? But you you gotta feel like you're at the airport on a Tuesday. You got a
0: sign for the jetway. You can't just have a jetway Deliver to your house and left on the front porch. You got to sign for it with you the credit card. You got to sign for
1: it. We got to know you got it so we can t- put you on our social media. Jetway.
2: <laughs> Be sure to tag hashtag Jetway.
1: Yeah, hashtag Jetway. Jetway Industries. Jetway. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: about these cat. Fans. It's been a while.
1: He just breathed in bourbon.
2: <laughs> oh, he's gone bronchial. You guys got me good.
1: <laughs> Two years later, still uh, bronchi ended up.
2: Well, I mean, I already mentioned, I really enjoy that John Boy is Angelina Jolie's father, and he plays her father in the movie. I like that. I think it's cute. I feel like that's not a thing. Do siblings or kids and parents play the siblings or kids or parents in movies ever? Like, I feel like that's not a thing.
1: Yeah, I don't feel like that's a thing.
2: Have they ever done that? Probably,
1: but not I've, that we're aware of. I
2: thought it was a cool moment. Hey,
1: correct us on Social in media, cinema.
2: Yeah, somebody shit on me. Also, John Voight not only has oh, been c- on this podcast, but to shit on me. Well, no, not
0: only has John Voight been on this podcast a lot, he's been the dad to the protagonist in two of the he movies. He plays a
2: great dad, but has he ever done it to his own biological father? Mm. Daughter, daughter. <laughs>
1: I'm trying to think this is a great question Angelina Jolie is her father's
0: father the Affleck brothers have been in movies together but that's not the same thing
2: have they played brothers? anyway so yeah I thought that was a cool moment it was a nice little peek on Daniel Craig I mean that was not top bill I guess we shouldn't go there yet but I think I'm gonna go Resident Evil because to your point about Michelle Rodriguez I thought she was great it was a nice little uh, appearance of her she just came off of Fast and the Furious she actually that's probably why she was top bill cast because she just did Fast and so she this was her next big movie and then she did Blue Crush, which is a nice little run for Michelle.
1: Oh yeah.
2: So I I thought she was great. But uh, Mia Yovovich was phenomenal. I mean, I already talked I've already kind of waxed on about how impressed I was with her. So for that reason, I'll go resident evil.
0: Definitely Mia can carry these this franchise. Jeanette Goldstein. I said Goldstein, Jeanette Goldstein was private Vasquez.
1: That's right.
0: That's who Michelle Rodriguez from she was like a baby between Paxton and Goldstein anyway. Oh from
1: yes, Aliens. She dude. is she's a cutout. You could totally send her back in time and she could have been in that role. I Re as well. I loved Mia Yovovich's performance Mm -hmm. in that movie. I thought she just crushed it. Every scene, her reactions, her delivery, her presence was super appropriate. Nothing was over the top. It was believable. As much as that movie had a lot of really like not terribly believable moments, she was believable, and she was just a great anchor for the rest of that series. And you know, Michelle Rodriguez did a phenomenal job. And oddly enough, even though you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for any period of time, I'm a massive Fast and the Furious fan. I mean, you if, if I had a list with rankings, they would be probably in my top three. Like those movies, just I, I get a feeling for them. They are. So in your you know, top fuck three. you. That's um, obvious. I don't love her the way probably a lot of Fast and Furious fans do, but um, I thought she did a phenomenal job in this movie. She was just that great female counter for Mia's kind of slow to realize who she really was versus Michelle Rodriguez was just like balls to the wall from the get-go. But that's not to take away from I thought Angelina Jolie did a phenomenal job as Lara Croft, and um, it's so funny to be sitting here saying that because Lara Croft is such kind of an absurd figure in, in video gaming, and Angelina Jolie just nailed the vibe. She was the... The perfect casting and to me this is really close but i still go resident evil yeah. just because of the nuance of the performances in that movie
0: which is funny because tomb raider technically has more actors like oh yeah more way like we got john boy we got the future james bond i know he's yes. supporting. but for some reason the resident evil cast just felt more cohesive to me i they they felt like they were all in the same movie to me that was my biggest difference with tomb raiders like sometimes i felt like once you got off angelina jolie i kind of felt like i was actors kind of acted like they were in different movies totally you know what i mean I mean, Resident Evil, it's not as big of a cast, but they're so cohesive.
2: That falls on directing.
0: On Paul W.S. Anderson, because he told everybody they were a character from Alice Mm. in Wonderland. It is one to zero. The T-virus is spreading rapidly. It is one to zero, and right now I need
2: a liquor to shed his skin and get bigger, and
0: give me that supporting cast!
2: It's tough out here, guys. There are not a lot of anyone you've heard of. Uh, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, supporting cast. Noah Taylor, Daniel Craig, Richard Johnson. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) His name is Dick Johnson. Dick Johnson. Like Robocop? Damn it, Johnson. (laughs) Uh, Chris Berry, Julian Ryan Tut, Leslie Phillips. I'm going to stop. For Resident Evil, Oscar Pierce, Indra Ove, Anna Bolt, Joseph May, Robert Tanyon. Yeah, I'm going to
0: stop. Love Robert Tanyon. Just kidding. Colin Salmon. Is it Colin? Nobody,
2: but I'm going to go first and say Resident Evil for all the things we just said.
0: It's so weird to me how far down Colin is it Colin or Colin Salmon with one L? The guy that got cut up with the lasers is so far down the pay scale. (laughs) The, guy, the most legendary scene in the movie. And he actually has a ton of dialogue. I can't believe how far down he is. Phil, kick us off. What do you think? Best supporting?
1: Just because of Daniel Craig's performance, I'll go Tomb Raider. I mean, I felt like the supporting cast in Tomb Raider was very memorable versus the supporting cast in Resident Evil. They were just kind of like faces taking up space in a horror flick and getting slashed and eviscerated. I'll go Tomb Raider just for the sake of the, the fact that I know who uh, Daniel Craig is. Did anyone else think that the guy that
0: played Matt? resident evil was thomas jane for a second i was like that is thomas jane and when i found it it was i was like how's that not thomas jane anyway sorry
2: drew righteous i already went resident evil for all the reasons you just said
0: oh is that what you said i always like your explanations just kidding they're just yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. these are Do not you strong remember anybody
0: deaths. from tomb raider i don't know the- you mean from resident evil no tomb raider i mean yeah daniel no, craig was he good though no he wasn't good but he was
1: he was there was it just he may me, not have been good he or did he there. somehow
0: speak a
2: different not, shade just, of we're not just giving it to famous people from movies we're i just the- did. i'm not <laughs> He did. That's what he did. That's not what I'm going to do. do. Who was Famous good friend. in these movies? And I thought to to your, I thought you said it so well, like the cast in Resident Evil, they all felt like they were mm-hmm. in the same movie and yeah. they were working together and they were learning from each other you and know struggling That's together. That's a
1: good point. I changed my vote. To Resident later, it Evil. Was like, <laughs> we just shamed and him. the Daniel
2: Craig scenes, he was like, it was an audition for the Bond movie. Like it also, didn't make any how sense.
1: awesome was it that Daniel Craig had an American accent and uh, Angelina Jolie had a British accent? It was like they swapped places. I thought Craig had a slight slightly, ah, like, different shade of British accent. They Did not have a different shade? Was he... No, had- he. I think he was supposed to be an American. Oh, well, that's how good his acting was. We were confused. Like, what yeah, was, was... he either it was good or bad because we didn't know what the fuck he was. Was he a
0: conquistador? What yeah. is
1: this shit? He's playing Christopher Columbus in the upcoming uh, Christopher Nolan flick, you know. Oppenheimer? Columbus, <laughs> 1492.
2: Columbus Highland. When Columbus yeah.
1: dropped the bomb on 1490,
2: Europe? also <laughs>
1: is that when he,
0: is that when he started
1: is that, is that when he started the so, deli so meat
2: deli meat company
0: Oppenheimer deli meats 1490
1: oh, okay. also <laughs> I'm not just 1492 I'm 1490 also it is two to zero and for the record we just shamed we just shamed, for the
0: first time ever we just called Phil on just going straight up star power on the card <laughs> I did, go, and he changed I did vote. go star
1: power I thoughtlessly was like, like well
2: yeah, Dan- Daniel Craig was in it Daniel so Craig I mean, the he's,
1: future bomb was in it so it had to yeah, be. A you know. I mean, you guys saw Casino Royale, right? Yeah, you know? <laughs> That was after this movie, but whatever.
0: <laughs> we are now into bro categories. It is two to zero. Ba, 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 bro category. Bro. Which game or sorry, which movie makes you want to go back and play the
2: games the most? And you
0: can either assume Ooh, that you had never played the game one. or maybe you have and you want to go revisit, but which one which which movie did you watch and go, I gotta go play that game?
2: Ooh. Here's what happened in my life. <laughs> <laughs> the, the
1: factual occurrence. I have
2: the PlayStation One classic, which is not great. We won't get into it, but I have the PlayStation One classic and I pulled it up and I wanted to play Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider's not on PlayStation Classic, which Back to my original point, it's not great. Regardless, that title is not on PlayStation Classic, but however Resident Evil, the director's cut, is. So I pulled up that one. So I guess to answer this question, Tomb Raider made me want to play the game more because I thought it sounded like a more fun game, but I couldn't, so then I played Resident Evil. So I guess Tomb Raider is the okay. winner of this category.
0: It's so in line with you too, though, with the adventure genre. Like, you, yeah. you love that genre.
2: I mean, between Last of Us and Uncharted, it's like, Uncharted all day.
0: Phil Skis, don't um, go to Star Power here, okay, bud? I hate
1: to say it, but like, <laughs> Amber. even though I know the outcome of both of these games that personally for me, Resident Evil is a far better game than Tomb Raider. It made me want to go play Tomb Raider more watching the movie because the Tomb Raider movie was just, it was more fun. Like, Resident Evil was like brooding and creepy and like, it was a better film in my opinion. Just, you know, I'm blowing my load here <laughs> for all of you. Resident Evil to me was a better film. But Tomb Raider was a lot more fun and it made me want to go back and play the games. Even though the first Tomb Raider game is kind of dumb. Like, it's not a very good game yeah. yeah anyway it just made me want to go back mm-hmm. and just play through that series but ultimately the resident evil games are better
0: i had to strip Whatever. my bias out as a resident evil lifer on in this category because like i was going to be playing resident evil this week anyway because resident evil 4 remake is coming out which by the way if you haven't played resident evil 4 i would one go one of the
1: best games ever made
0: yep and basically the definitive survival horror game ever Amen. made and they remade it and the new resident evil remakes are stunning they're so they're good so good but actually surprisingly i went tomb raider here because because here's the thing, I've only played the remakes, which are really good, but I've never actually played the original Tomb Raiders. So, I love the remakes, so I actually, for that reason, I was like, I, I need to play that. So Because I've played all the Resident Evil's agnosium.
2: Yeah, there were a couple of scenes in that movie that were just really fun, mm-hmm. that made me want to play games you know I'm, I kind of mocked the enormous pistols earlier but when that first scene when she's shooting at the robots in the training or whatever that looked like a fun level to play on a game yeah. and same when she was like doing the Cirque de, Cirque de Soleil or whatever like you know doing the training like, I think it was training again that made me want to like play that level so
0: statement of a question your way first of all don't you feel I feel this way I feel like you stripped the video game element out of this Lara Croft Tomb Raider is a good adventure film it actually stands as it feels like a good adventure film agreed it, I feel like it belongs in the same category as Indiana Jones. It feels good. Second question for you, Drew, specifically to you. Tomb Raider, greater than Uncharted movie. Go you. To your statement.
2: Yeah, I think it's a comparable entry in the globe trotting archaeology adventure genre. I think it's a fun movie. It's not, obviously it's not Indiana Jones, but obviously it borrows a lot of that. Stuff.
0: It almost could belong in that universe, though. Like almost, almost as a sub job. Yeah, genre. it
2: has that like respect for past and like you know, there's always like a guy that's after it for the money or the power, and then there's like someone that's after it like to complete their father's work or to do it for the good of mankind or you know like it's a it's a pretty co- common plot. But yeah, I think it's a good movie. Not great, but it's good. The second question, greater than yeah, isn't that wild? <laughs> yeah, the Uncharted movie was tough, and Man. I love Mark Wahlberg and I love Tom Holland, but it, it just that movie is proof that it's not about the actors. And they had so much good
0: material to pull from. The same the same company that made Last of Us made Uncharted and yes, it's a little different. It's not as heavy on the gravitas with the storytelling, but still, there is plenty of great material to pull from in Uncharted <laughs> and they still fucked it up. Well, because anyway. it
2: sounds like The Last of Us was actually shot for shot kind of like they really were trying to do the video game service. Right? Yeah, plus or minus 15%, I would say. And Uncharted is nothing like the game other than he's going around looking for mm-hmm. old shit. In a, but it's like the part of the, what's beautiful about Uncharted and so much fun is the We're the gunplay. Mm-hmm. There's no one that gets shot in that movie. Not a single person gets shot in the Uncharted movies. Like that's the whole game. You're jumping off of shit and solving puzzles mm. and shooting people. And Drake is a witty, smart ass. They should have just gotten Nolan North instead. The they, they brought in, in the Mark game. Wahlberg who to be sully. Who is not. He's not schmarmy sh- or what's the term? Schmaltzy. Yeah. He's 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 not verklempt. He's kind of hardened and crusty and funny in that way. But he's not like mm. I don't know berg was really like zinging jokes and like it didn't land. And well know.
0: forever they thought Cranston was landed for that role and once he abandoned ship they were just stuck with like we got to make this movie. Cranston would have been sick. He so. would have been great but. Anyway the reason I asked Drew is because he is our uh, Indiana Jones fan. He's our archaeological adventure film
2: fan. Yeah no, I appreciate that.
0: It is two to one. Somehow we all went Tomb Raider there. That's that's brilliant. Um, Tomb Raider <laughs> to one. Would you rather work for the Umbrella Corporation or be part of the Illuminati? One in the same. <laughs> one in the same.
1: Yeah Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'd kind of be down to be part of the Illuminati. Really? If you guys are listening right now, I can see that. Send me a postcard. I'll come meet you in your factory or wherever the fuck you guys hang out.
0: Drew, could you see Phil pulling the puppet strings from the dark corner of the mansion? You know what I mean? Like well, Illuminati be, style?
1: Well, I hate humans overall yeah. and and you do have, have a deep disdain for humanity and most creatures on planet Earth. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'd be down for that.
0: Yeah. You're good for a da- like a butterfly effect catastrophe on the other side of the world from you just pushing a button on totally. your side of the world, you know, like you hit send on an email and a day
1: later a bomb falls yeah, or in for a random enough.
0: country. That's totally you. I'm in. Illumi- Illuminati me. It's adorable. It's one of the more adorable things about you. Yeah. I mean, sure.
1: I'll dress up like a pigeon and stand mm-hmm. in the woods yeah. with you.
0: Whatever you need. I love your tomb rituals that you do,
1: you know? <laughs> yeah, I definitely go it's, exalt at the foot of many a tomb. And uh, I would actually know. call it endearing. It's one yeah. of your more endearing traits is your thirst for human destruction. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't love being out in the cold in the woods at like 3 mm-hmm. a.m., but I will but do it. But are leaving the earth yeah, because of I it. am reaving the souls yeah. like from the earth and I'm, yeah. I'm down. You'll stand out in the cold. You'll yeah. come in really quickly once the bomb falls. But Amen. That, yeah. illuminate, that, illuminate me, Illuminati. Yeah. I like that. He's
2: an, he's already a naughty guy.
1: Yeah. So it <laughs> makes yeah. sense yeah. that naughty. he would be an Illuminati.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you start exactly.
0: illuminating that and then you gotta, <laughs> got to
2: <yeah. Meryl> guy. <laughs> Dru- bourbon. <laughs> Amazing. Drewski's. Yeah. I think I could do the Illuminati because I would want to be get it one eye. Eye of the Illuminati. Oh. Would want to not be separate from Phil
0: Yeah, you don't want to be opposed to Phil here Which is unfortunate for me because I'm going an to answer opposite But yeah I'm-
1: I think the Umbrella Corporation would be part of the Illuminati's plan though I
2: think Umbrella Corporation is the dumbest fucking name ever What's the like? What should we call like, the umbrella company that's over yeah. all this stuff? What How about we- Umbrella Corporation? That definitely had
0: to come from the Japanese influence, right? Same you with
2: like Raccoon City I mean, who's naming this shit? <laughs> Yeah. Biohazard? Like get your yeah. shit together. Thank God Resident Evil came through.
0: Yeah, it's not exactly uh the naming conventions aren't necessarily defined here. The Master of Unlocking. Yeah, the Master yeah.
2: doesn't quite roll off like Skynet. Yeah. It's
0: it's, it's the true. same reason why in the game you can have like the best horror survival game in Resident Evil 4, but still have a Kung Fu fight with Chris Redfield in the middle of it.
1: Is there any category to talk about how terrifying the fucking elevator scene was in Resident Evil? When that woman's head just gets chopped the fuck that off That was there terrifying. Was some
2: serious horror shit
1: that
0: kind of caught me off guard there's no category Dude, but yes that
1: was terrifying there is a dark ass scene I didn't it's look like, and see pull it. me back in pull me back in the fucking elevator goes and you just hear the splat yeah. and it just scene change yeah I forgot to wa-
2: I forgot to look and see if this was rated PG-13 or R I assume probably R because it's, gotta it's be Resident R. Evil a little bit
0: of nudity but then
2: when I was watching that early on I was like I don't know what this is rated but I'm sure it's fine
0: you know why this scene was good they toyed with that chick because they saved oh, her once yeah. the first time they are like oh god they saved her and then they fucking kill yeah. Her. That
2: was the th- well, I was like, is this PG thirteen or R? Because I was trying to figure out what's going to happen with this woman's head. Yeah. And then when it didn't get chopped off, I was like, oh, it might be PG thirteen. And then when it did get chopped off, I'm like, oh, it's definitely fucking R.
0: <laughs> that's yeah. That's why this is that was
1: such a good scene. That's why this that is an scene. above
0: average video game movie because that was a plot device they use. Like, oh, we're gonna make you think she's okay, also, and then she's, she's I feel gone.
1: like it's aged well.
0: It has like other than the CG. Some of, of course. the CGI, like that guy with his half face, isn't very good. But when it
1: came out, I don't feel like it was appreciated as much as it would be now if it came out because it's a really well paced horror film Well, it's a well shot horror
0: film we've talked about this but more technology does not mean more better more better film agreed and this is one of those cases where yeah it's a little cheesy the CGI but it's still overall is is a good movie
1: master of unlocking
0: I go Umbrella Corporation and here's the truth if you've never worked in a corporate setting moving up the corporate ladder is all about pretending to be real this is the George Costanza method you act really frustrated stressed, and overly busy all the time and you're gonna climb that ladder I just don't have the darkness in me for the Illuminati. I just don't have the whole master of puppets type of thing. World dominance. I just, it's too big for me. You know what I mean? I need something I can control and I can control corporate scenarios. You know what I mean? (laughs) Umbrella Corporation, I can go in entry level and I could, you know, I could be a master level T cell virus guy at the end of the day. You know, I could get there through a few pretentious machinations, you know. You
2: You could hold your, you could carry your weight on those Zoom calls. Yeah, absolutely. You put me in
0: the Illuminati, man I just don't have the political gravitas for that I went to Arkansas Tech I didn't go to Yale you know just, you got to go Ivy League to get there you know and so it's very overwhelming so I have to go umbrella corporation but it doesn't matter the Illuminati wins here and I would be dead anyway opposing Phil in that situation so oh right.
1: necessarily I like the umbrella corporation you're oh. safe well I think at the end of the day
0: somehow the Illuminati probably absorbs or has stake because that's how that's the how big the Illuminati of course, is you know yeah. some Yale guy probably started you know, the,
2: the Illuminati could use a corporation like the Umbrella Corporation. Yeah. It's, true.
0: it's like I went to Harvard with a guy that It'll makes a never great T cell We'll be in touch with you guys. Yeah. We'll be in touch. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't want to be part of us, too bad. We're just going to ruin your life anyway. You know those dick pics you sent? We got them. It is tied. Here we go. I love a good tie on the show. Oh, yes. This takes a little bit of a stretch. And you might have to coach me. This was your category. But Raccoon City is the main place in the game. It is in the movie, but it's very small. You don't really see it till the end. But the best place to get an Airbnb, Tomb Raiders, Cambodia. Cambodia or Raccoon City centering around the Red Queen. The are we city. A Raccoon
1: City like post-T virus? Mm, let's go post. Yeah, at the when end. It, ends, it zooms yeah. out. That's Raccoon
2: City. I'm and if
0: you in. play the games, I mean, the games are very heavily in Raccoon City. So that's one big, one big difference.
2: I'm going to say Cambodia looks like shit. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go... <laughs>
0: People just go going in, in there, city. just digging for treasure. <laughs> I mean, and, here's
2: the thing. At least Raccoon City is civilized, even though it's like somewhat post apocalyptic at this point. At least there's a chance there's some like civilized things left over from when it was not post apocalyptic, pre apocalyptic, if you will. And Cambodia is just like
0: people just coming in and taking your treasure whenever they want digging in your pyramids and...
2: I'm going to go RC for this one. Okay.
0: RC. RC Cola. Filskis.
1: Something about like being at ground zero of the zombie apocalypse doesn't sound very appealing. Unless. Um, unless what? You're part of the Illuminati. Well, You're yeah. Gonna... <laughs> but I feel like that's the last category. Um, I can imagine that there's a nicer spot in Cambodia, so I'll go Cambodia just on the hope that there is not a part that sucks. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to get accused of being...
0: This... No, this is fictional. Yeah. This is the fictional Cambodia. This this is not this is not real cambodia this i'd love is just, for someone
1: to try to cancel us how they present fuck you
0: yeah it's hard to cancel someone who's medium-sized oh this is a tough category i mean if we're talking about an airbnb you got to think financials here i mean who you're renting your place out to in R- raccoon city you know what i mean i mean mia yokovic or mia mia yokovic and her friends i mean that's, Yo- like, that's like there's like there's <laughs> no but y- to Jovovich, clear, sorry. the mia is the best
2: place to get an airbnb not to own an
0: airbnb oh well i'm always i take ownership <laughs> Dead talk. There's probably a good place somewhere in a post-apocalyptic... I mean, surely there's a nice little bed and breakfast. See,
2: that's what I'm thinking. There's got to be some pockets, some neighborhoods that haven't been affected yet.
0: Yeah, there's got to be, you know, a a nook. A nook somewhere. So it is officially three to two. And we have two categories left. This is a tight race. It's almost like these are both based on video games. Stands alone. Okay, which movie stands alone best apart from the video game? So say there is no video game. Which one just is a good movie, basically? (laughs) I guess is another way to say this category. Resident Evil. You think so?
1: Because I feel like without any previous knowledge of Tomb Raider, it kind of assumes that you're just buying the Lara Croft stuff, bra thing and the dual gun wielding thing. And there's so much fan service in the Tomb Raider movies that without any previous knowledge of the games, you'd kind of be like, this game has some egregious hyper-sexualization going on mm. and some like Agreed. really absurd action scenes, whereas Resident Evil is just a really good horror flick, mm-hmm. period. If you are a horror fan, you know, I'm sure if you're like a, a big horror fan, you're like, yeah, fucking Resident Evil, but like, whatever. Right. Um, I feel like Resident Evil stands alone more so than Tomb Raider does without previous knowledge of the game. Sure. Yeah, I, I agree. For
2: the specific reasons that Phil said, but I would just reduce it down to, I think Resident Evil is a better... A horror movie than Tomb Raider is an adventure movie.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I, I kind of, I didn't feel, I would love to hear you both talk about this. I just wasn't bought in on the mission in Tomb Raider. Like, I, I yes. liked so much about it, but I kind of didn't give a shit about the triangular things they were finding and the listen, I, I'm very interested in the Illuminati as a secret society in real life, but in the movie, I just felt like it was this nebulous yeah, it was like Yeah, there conference. was no
2: weight. It was just kind of like, I don't know what they're up to, but she's in it for her dad and they're in it for the money, and that's kind of all you need to know. But yeah, it, it, there was no emotional stakes.
0: You kind of said it. They kind of just assumed I was going to be bought in. Yeah, and I was just not. I was just like, I don't give a shit about the stakes here. I was tempted to go Tomb Raider here because I am a big horror movie fan. I love George A. Romero, and I was thinking, I was like, well, is Resident Evil a good kind of like along the lines of what you said? Is it a good zombie movie or is it a good adventure film? And I kind of I would I would wonder if most zombie fans, I think I overvalue how good George A. Romero's movies are because some of them are really good, not. At living dead 1968 legendary but some of his movies are really bad you know like the one that took I can't remember which one it is but it's one of the sequels to night of the living dead and it takes place in a shopping mall it's just so bad like Mm. they're not all as good as the original so like that was me then I realized like I am overvaluing how good zombie movies are so I was like is it a good zombie movie it's actually above average Mm -hmm. if you compare it to some of the poorer entries in the zombie genre so for that reason why do I keep saying for that reason is this fucking shark tank for that reason I'm out no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Am I a Mark Mark Cuban? No, I give it That's to the Resident Evil. Best device to land the plane. It's yeah. yeah, for that reason. <laughs> That's a weird day, isn't it? Yeah. I'm gonna
1: make sure I leave that awkward pause in the uh, in the final <laughs> Please edit. Do. Please do. I wish
2: that you, we were on video so you could get Kyle looking around for some sort of validation or affirmation. They were just staring at him <laughs> like,
0: me? "I was your friend before." I...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Remember
0: me? I was here before. Love and support me, <laughs> but before I laughed. But now you judge me. Remember yeah. before
1: I laughed? that yeah. <laughs> we were cool. Yeah. <laughs> No, I left and not okay.
0: All right, four to two. There's no chance here, but we do have one category left. And Drew came up, I do want to say, Drew came up with like half of these categories and they're all so good. Both earned a sequel. Resident Evil earned several. Tomb Raider earned a remake later, which was panned. Which one does a better job earning a sequel or which one would you be more interested in seeing a sequel? Drew?
2: Well, I guess we kind of already covered this because I would say Resident Evil because it is a better movie. But specifically for this category, the last scene is what hammered that home. When it zoomed out, it showed... Raccoon City like in complete and utter disarray I was like <gasps> I want to know what happens like yeah. we've never been outside of this umbrella whatever that structure was that they were inside of the hive yeah yeah, the hive so I, that was like a glimpse of like it kind of like gave you a taste I mean they knew what they were doing he was like by the way there's more stories to be told in this universe and I was totally buying it so I love re- that. Resident Evil Walking Dead by the way kind of borrowed from this mm.
1: that yeah exam. but also fuck Walking Dead yeah. that well, show had one good season the, well first couple seasons are- there was so much potential for Yeah, we do not have to get into it. They walked in the Uh, woods a whole lot and got lost a whole lot. When it became The Jogging Dead, that's when I stopped giving a shit. Oh, yeah, same. Resident (laughs) Evil, The Last Raccoon's... The last Raccoon City scene is begging for a sequel, mm. whereas Tomb Raider, it feels very complete. It's like, it's a good adventure film. Like, I I liked it for what I saw. It was, mm. you know, it was really good. But um yeah, Resident Evil, I, I want to see the next movie. I'm going to go watch the next movie yeah. for those of you who have to know.
0: I do. I want to watch them too because I haven't seen <laughs> yeah, all of them. I, I agree. The thing is, is that that last scene is where Jovovich earns her salt. Fortunately for us, we know there are sequels coming. The question, I guess, for Resident Evil, is like is she capable of carrying six films and based on the last scene I'm like I want to see her carry these movies like it's so funny they went from losing me with not having a character from the game they didn't have a Jill Valentine to kind of, that kind of but pissed I love me the off balls
1: of that yeah. yeah
0: and then they sell me on this character and th- think about that that is actually kind of a big of accomplishment that they took a beloved one of the most beloved video games of all time didn't star a single character from it in the first installment and they sell you on her and make a billion dollars on a character that wasn't even in The game that's a huge deal, and I think Jovovich gets a ton of credit there. So, I, I was like, You guys, I that last scene, I was like, I know the whole video game lore because I've played them all many times. I don't care, I'm in yeah. on whatever they have to sell me from here on out. So, well,
1: and Resident Evil, the first one, isn't even the most highly regarded <laughs> movie in the series. Some of the one of the sequels, I can't remember which one at this point, but if you look up, you know, your ambiguous lists on Google where it's like, What Resident Evil movie is the best? There's one of them is like, kind of universally regarded. To be the best one. And mm-hmm. it's not even the first one. It's yeah. like one of the subsequent ones. And one of James Cameron's favorite films, which is wild. I mean, oh, I yeah, it's I get why.
0: You know what Laura Croft found out today? The tomb was empty. Five to two. There wasn't shit in there in that tomb, and there's also a virus in there, and Laura Croft is dead. I have to she's report it. dead, yeah. She is dead. It was five <laughs> to two. The only things that survive <laughs> are True. her boobs. The, the the stuff. Do you think the tissue paper is in a museum along Bruce Willis's somewhere? Probably, probably, yeah. Just yeah, like Hey, these are the Kleenex.
1: <laughs> yeah, particles are floating around in some incinerator mm, somewhere yeah. in the world.
0: Well, Lara Croft could have used a dose of that T-Virus because they got their ass kicked over there. But this was super fun. I could see us doing more video games in the future. Mortal Kombat vs. Street Fighter, I don't know, but this was so fun. Did we
2: just start a new podcast called Video Game War? I yeah. kind of thought oh, that. Video oh games.
0: Well, think about it. We're all very well-versed in video games and movies, so it actually is super Makes sense. We should think about that. But because this week, John Wick 4 is coming out, we're going to do John Wick versus Taken. I'm, I'm yes, trying to get you are. out to go see it. Phil, by the way, we're going to try to go see John Wick 4 this week or sometime soon. We got to see it. I've, I've seen, seen the first three. I've weeks. seen them all in theaters. What? Holy no, shit. No, I've never seen. I started oh, so watching good. the first one and they got oh, pulled from HBO. They, it, Dude, you're in for it. the That's best so modern good. franchise in my opinion. I love it so much. I'm so
1: uh, I'm so in, but okay.
0: they pulled it from HBO. Well, regardless, we're doing John Wick versus Taken and we've got to go see the new one this week. What a fun show. If you haven't played Resident Evil 4, go out and grab that remake and Capcom didn't pay me to say that. I'm just telling you. Do yourself a favor. I'm going to go find the antivirus.
1: This has been Kyle. <laughs> this has been Drew. And this has also been Phil. Phil and I'm right not there. just Phil. I am also <laughs> Phil.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> Phil is over there in his Illuminati down. Down, down. Love you guys.